Welcome to the Real Estate Gene Podcast. So, at our team, I get coached by by some guys, and and I try to roll that coaching downhill. Um, and so I try to give really good examples. And when I tell it myself, it doesn't really work. But when you're blessed to hire somebody amazing, and then you see that person take their business to a whole nother level, it really shows me how rewarding it is to A, work with wonderful people, B, work with talented people, and C, take some of the things that that we talk about implementing and turn them into a great success. So today we have that great success sitting oh. right across from me. Her name is Courtney Draper. <laughs> you might have sold me a little too high on that one. <laughs> no, no, no. So, so Courtney. Yes. I want to bring you in and ask you five important questions about your business. And this is going to be all about you today. Oh, Lord. You cool with that? I mean, I can talk about myself, so right sure. <laughs> <laughs> so so we're going to take it back a couple years because okay. you've been in real estate since 2016. 16, yep. Awesome. Four years. So you were with another company. Um, Correct. The Red Company. The and Red Ones. you yeah. decided to make a change. Mm-hmm. What brought you to EXP Realty? So I think the biggest thing for me was just coming out of, I came out of a partnership when I was at KW Hoover and was just I kind of really didn't have an identity um, once that partnership kind of dissolved. Was very insecure, you know, uh, can I do this on my own? Am I going to be able to figure this out? Like, again, just didn't really have an identity and just trying to figure out what worked for me. So that was at the end of 2018 and January of 2019 is when I made the switch to EXP. Um, For me as a mother, it made sense on paper, made more sense on paper, because as most people at this point know, we get all the training that we want to at our fingertips. It's all virtual, so we can log on. I've said it a million times. I can't tell you how often I like put in earbuds and I'm still like the girls are there watching a movie, but I'm on kind of getting some education and doing all of that. That was a huge time saver for me, honestly. Um and the fact that we get paid basically instantaneously, we're not, I'm not having to drive, you know, 45 minutes to an hour across town to drop off a check, to wait on it, then to come back and pick it up. It's just snap a picture, upload it. I literally did it during closing yesterday and got paid today, by today. Um, just saving time, saving energy, and it just made sense, made more sense for where I am in life. Right on. Yeah. So so you told me a lot of the good things, and there's probably 50 other good things we could talk totally. about about EXP, but let's talk about the tough stuff. Yeah. What are the challenges that you face since you've been at EXP? So I will say that coming from like an office mentality, um, if you don't plug in with the right people with EXP, you can feel kind of lonely. Um, I'm very blessed that I never had that experience because I just got brought in and was immediately surrounded by great people because I new people in the business um, and they're just really great about helping and and reaching out but I do feel like probably for a new agent if you're just coming in and you don't have those relationships it could probably feel lonely and just don't know how to how to really plug in and and get with people so I think that that definitely could be a downfall of EXP Um, probably the biggest one that I can think of because everything else the boxes are pretty much checked so yeah I think it's very important to kind of find your group find your tribe even if it's not in a team aspect but just find people who you connect with and who you can have conversations with and meet and have coffee and 
you know, obviously the goal is to sell houses, but it's also nice to feel lifted up by other people. Sure. And I, and I think in today's world, you know, I, I keep telling everybody, don't ask me on another stupid Zoom call. I'm so <laughs> No, God. I, I think there's really not a replacement for one-on-one totally. relationships. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, even with texting and social media, you can see words, but you can't feel emotions right. and you can't. And that's where you can really dive in and yeah. engage. Well, me and someone were talking the other day. I mean, it's a fellow real estate agent. And I'm like, we just need a day to go have coffee and just like, t- not about real estate, but just like talk. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like we have gotten so distanced, especially in 2020, from like having conversations with people. It's all very, you know, like you're saying, Zoom calls and digital and texting and all of this. And I'm like, we just need to go and hang out like as friends and have coffee and eat and laugh and like, don't talk about real estate. Just talk about life. So so you made some changes while you were at EXP. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go ahead and toot your horn. Courtney is selling <laughs> over a million dollars a month. And that's kind of an ongoing thing now. Um, and in the agent world, that's that's top tier. Like, Top 5%. It's amazing. called busting your butt. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that, that's the truth behind that for sure. So, so tell me what changes have you made personally that have kind of impacted your business? And, and so tell me... Where were you before you joined our team? Mm-hmm. And then kind of what changes did, have you made personally that kind of got you to where you are now? So honestly, I think the biggest thing for me, and we've had conversations about this, producer Josh have had conversations with me about this, is truly just figuring out who I am as a person and how to relate that to people. I mean, there are so many agents who I feel like, you know, are more polished or they know the right words to say. And I tell people all the time, I don't feel like a salesperson. I feel like a friend. I will talk you out of buying a house before I ever talk you into it. But really just embracing all of my quirks and (laughs) figuring out what works and what's relatable to people, but also showing, you know, the knowledge behind it and educating people and having those numbers to back it up of, hey, you know, you've got to luxury listing let's go we know how to market it we know how to do this know how to get in there but also just being relatable to people um we've started doing some fun videos and i said i got my first internet troll a couple months ago so (laughs) that's winning i guess that's a positive if someone's (laughs) mad at you for just putting fun stuff out there um but yeah i truly think that the biggest thing for me within this past year honestly is just you know, not trying to be what everybody else wants me to be, not trying to do it like everybody else and just figuring out where I fit in and what works for me and how that translates to other people. Yeah. And and Courtney and I, we've been doing coaching sessions ever since she joined our team. Um, And she coaches me as much as I love coaching agents because I learn just as much from them as they do from me. Um, And she looked at me probably (laughs) almost a year ago and she said, and and we were like, we're going to focus on the things that are my strengths. And she looked at me and Courtney looked at me and said, I'm talking about you in third person, like you're across. You you looked at me and you said, I want to focus on new construction and I want to focus on firemen and I want to focus on my tribe and my friends. And so I think that was, that seemed to me like it was a bit of a turning point. Yeah, it totally was. Again, just figuring out, you know, what you're passionate about and it's so funny again i'm pointing at josh as he's right over there but i'll never forget we were in a newcastle house filming a new construction spot with them in old cahaba and he literally looked at me and was like this is so much natural and so much more natural for you like this flows like you're not having to think about it you know what you're doing you're confident in it and i think it's just really focusing in on what you're passionate about and what you like and obviously new construction is just one facet of it um but it is really fun to get in there and to to do that and talk about upgrades and help people even if it's in a resale of 
you know, maybe this doesn't have everything you want, but we, you could go in and do A, B, and C smartly, get some money back, and later when you're ready to sell in a couple years, you're going to have it. And then, obviously, the firefighters, my husband's a firefighter, and we're just a different breed. I feel like we're all just one big family. And so just focusing on those guys and, you know, police officers, healthcare workers, people who give back, and especially this year, it's just been such a crazy year. And just knowing everything that they're going through and trying to just do the best for them and figure out ways to give back and support them and, and you know, just pour back into my community through what I get to do to help. And I think, you know, narrowing, so many agents, they come into whatever company and, and they, the, the companies, you know, companies, a lot of companies do a great job of training, but right. they just throw up on them. Yeah. And they don't really narrow it down right. to what are your strengths, what are your gifts and what do you want? Right. And, and I think that's the difference in training and coaching and people try to overcomplicate it so much. Yeah. And I think you just have to learn that you can't necessarily be everything to everybody. And so just focusing in on what makes you happy and what fuels your fire and when you're happy and want to succeed people can see that and they can see that you're passionate to help them yep yep and staying committed to that i I had a guy call me the other day that i said i've got a two million dollar listing for you well it was commercial land yeah i turned him away and it it wasn't that i'm not not appreciative of him calling me but I don't do commercial yeah. land. And so if, if I take away from my gift zone and my focus, I've learned over the years, it just adds stress. Yeah. And so you being smart enough to really narrow that down and then really get after it yeah. um, leads me into the next question. What's the result been? Oh, God, it's been bananas. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about this yesterday. I just closed on my biggest listing like that was solely me um it was my biggest listing in chelsea the ritterhoffs friggin amazing people like absolutely love them a dream to work with just very rational calm cool collective didn't get you know stressed out through the process got to meet and i think what's so fun too is the agent who was on the other side um brandy absolutely love her like we just connected and hit it off and so like i have a friend too coming out of the transaction in the agent world did you say a recruit uh, yeah i did oh. a, a recruit friend all the things brandy i love you i want you yay Try Bob. <laughs> but just it was just a really great transaction and i feel like when you get those and you come out of the other side and everybody's just you know happy and it was good and glowing and you know obviously getting that paycheck is a great thing too and literally god bless her my seller yesterday she was like i really hope that you get to keep like most of this and i was like well actually i capped last month so i do and she was like well we just say that because you did such a good job and you know they appreciated the work that was done and just keeping everything it was so smooth and that rolls right back into the team with melissa handling everything on the back end and just everybody doing their part but yeah i think that once you finally kind of figure out what you're good at and also have to say that she was actually a referral who came in from one of my lenders so she had a conversation of just you know we tried this with this person and we just didn't see a lot of marketing and so we're wanting somebody fresh eyes new plan like somebody who's going to get after it and get in there and so that's she sent them to me and Got it done. And you seem to be multiplying that. I've seen tons of new construction contracts. Yeah. You've closed several of your largest deals mm-hmm. and you've moved yourself on our, we've got a 13 person team and you've positioned yourself at the top as far as average price per sale. And it was just simply from focusing on what you love. Yeah. It, it, 
the rest of it kind of took care of itself. Pretty much. I think, again, it just goes back into figuring out what you like, figuring out how you're going to position yourself, and, again, just blowing it out of the water and and staying in front of people and staying consistent. And, uh, you know, a lot of times when you're starting off doing marketing and branding yourself and all of this, you're like, oh, God, like, you know, everybody wants immediate results. Mm -hmm. And it's just like you're putting this money into it and you're doing all of these things and and you're kind of waiting for it to turn the corner and – I said this before too. I was at the um, car wash and there was a girl. She was, I was giving her my license to set up this prepaid thing. And she was like, you're a real estate agent, right? And I was like, you know, you don't know where that's going. You're like, yes. <laughs> and she was like, I've saw your videos. And I was like, oh, cool. You know, and just had a good conversation about that. But just, yeah, I think just once people kind of see why you're different and see what you're passionate about it, it's truly just blown up. So, so with the blowing up, you know, once you get so busy, you're having to leverage a lot of things. Yes. So so tell me, A, how, how has Southern Realty Specialist as a team helped you leverage things? Mm-hmm. And B, what else have you leveraged that allows you to focus more on relationships in your business? And and so when you do that, is it is it is it in is it worth the investment right. to do what you're doing? Okay. So from a team standpoint, I couldn't I could not be where I am right now if I didn't have someone on the back end who was helping do contract to close and handling all that and taking that off of me. We've had that. I'm like, I feel very busy and I feel there's a lot of irons in the fire, but I don't feel overwhelmed because I know that once I get it to a certain point, I'm handing it off to a Melissa or Tracy or Scarlett and they're ordering title, they're following up on deadlines, they're making sure that we're staying in all of this. And it's just one aspect of it to where I know that I have that support and it's off of me and I know it's being handled and I know that they're taking care of that side to get to the closing table. And then I can go out, I can focus on new clients, showing the houses, writing the contracts, getting the um, inspections negotiated and, and doing all of that. It's just again, one part of it where you know you've got that support and it's being taken off of it. I will say another thing too, this is on the personal side, but anybody who knows my husband knows he's a firefighter, knows he's literally never still and has 9,000 jobs because he just has, he's like me, he needs to be going, likes to be doing. But I will say this year is the first year since we have been married that he's only had one fire department job. Mm -hmm. Um, he quit his part-time job at Helena because that was a conversation that we had of, Hey, and I feel like I always said this to him. I was like, you've done so much and you've sacrificed while I'm getting this business going. And I've always said, it's going to be my turn. Like, I feel like it's going to be my turn. And so he quit his, I think it was like April. He thinks it's April. I think it was later. Anyway, he quit his second, like his part-time fire department job. He's only at Alabaster. Now he still cuts grass and does all of that, Mm -hmm. but it freed him up to be home to be dad, to help with the kids, to pick them up from school. He cooks way more than I ever want to. (laughs) But it's, again, just having those conversations and figuring out what worked for us so that I can go and I can be successful and just having a partnership with him, too. And it it seems like, you know, I think somebody made the crack last time Josh posted a picture of the team meeting. It was it was me and then and lots of women. (laughs) And and it seems like the advantage is if if you have a family and you have kids and you and you want to spend a lot of time with your family and your kids, you leverage you leverage that with a team and a tribe and you're able to have a lot more time. But then what people don't realize is the adverse effects of that is you're actually doing twice the business also and even making more money. Right. 
but having more time right. with the family. And, yep. and I think the biggest thing people try to figure out is they think of everything as this is an expense. This yeah. is going to cost me this. But what they don't realize is what is the return right. on that expense? And right. if the return is you you spend 800 but it makes you 8000 yeah. and it gives you more time with your family, well, that's an investment, yeah. not an expense. Totally. And I think it's really hard for agents, especially whether they're new or in a rut or whatever, to really understand that concept. Right. But then when they experience it, they're like, well, holy Cow, yeah, this is right on. Well, and it's just like we had a conversation earlier today. Just for me, I love listings. I love uh, that side of it and getting it ready and the marketing and everything. But uh, typically, when you have a listing, you're going to get at least one buyer, if not multiple, who come out of it. Um, and just how I can be smart about setting expectations and maybe having somebody who's helping my buyers out. I'm still the main point of contact, but... You know, if it's a Friday and I already have A, B, and C on my schedule, who can I like leverage this out to to where it's also beneficial for them, like a newer agent to where they're learning and they're getting a show and they're getting that experience and getting confident with it. And then they get a paid a portion of, of whatever comes out of that. But it's also helping me to where I can still handle all of these other things that I need to and get it done and just trying to make it a win-win and a growing learning experience for everybody. So, so what I've seen with Courtney is when she came in, it was kind of a control um, freak. <laughs> well, it was, it, it was more of a, I'm not sure where my next piece of business is, is coming from. Yeah. And now it, you've went from an agent that's like most agents, yeah. like 95% of the agents to the top 5%, which is actually the CEO of your business. So the last question is, where's, what is Courtney Draper? Who is Courtney Draper today? Versus who she was in 2016. Oh, Melinda. Well, Courtney Draper in 2016 did not want to negotiate anything. Mm -hmm. I just wasn't confident and I did, wasn't strong enough, I feel like, to do it. Um, and now that's not a problem. <laughs> I feel like, and again, it's just, I think it comes with age and it comes with maturity, but also just learning your worth and learning what you do bring to the table and wanting to do the absolute best for who you're representing. I've said this, I said this to you, I'll stand up for somebody else way faster than I'll stand up for myself, which is probably good for me in this business because you're always representing somebody else. Um, yeah, I think just growing and learning and, and, you know, learning different sides of this business to getting a feel for the mortgage side, for the lender side, and for learning about home inspections, and then just getting a viewpoint from other agents of, hey, I've been here, you know, and here's kind of how this played out, or these are kind of some options you may want to explore, just gaining the knowledge, constantly learning, and just truly just getting more confident in who, first, who I am in this business, but second of all, in me as a person, and just learning your value and what you want and what you don't want and what you're not going to let happen to yourself and in a transaction and just, yeah, just growing up a little bit. <laughs> well, I can tell you from this, from this end of the table, A, I'm thankful to be in business with you. B, I'm going to give everybody a little sneak peek because Courtney's about to take on a leadership role with our team. <laughs> and C, Thank you for being on the Real Estate Team podcast. I appreciate it. So. Oh, and we should also tell everybody, if you're considering joining a team, um, it may not be the right time for you in the moment, but life changes and things change. I will never forget having a conversation with Gene. It was right, I don't remember, it was like, 
2018. And Gene reached out and he was just like, hey, you know, I know you. And like I see and like if you'd ever want to have a conversation. Y'all, I basically ghosted him because I was just in such a state. I was like, I can't like I can't. I can't even think about it mentally. Mm -hmm. But then like turned, you know, everything happens for a reason. And, you you know, you're in a season and maybe it's just not right. But earlier this year, we just kind of connected again. And I was like, I'm there. Like, I want to grow. I feel like. I'm going to have to I'm going to have to take the leap of faith and know that this is where I need to be and get that back end support and get this coaching and do all of this. And I truly think I mean, it's it's thanks for believing in me because it's made a difference this year. Well, you make it easy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So thank everybody for listening to the Real Estate Gene podcast. Check with us in a couple of weeks. The next one's going to drop and we'll have some good juice for you. Peace.